0: Welcome back to Market On Club. We just heard Ed's case for watching small caps as potentially the leader for a market bounce. Let's discuss the fate of the small and the mids to the big ones. Joining us, Brandon Rakshawski is the Director of Product Management at Van Eck. Brandon, welcome to the show. You guys just launched a new ETF. Tell us about it.
1: That's right, that's right. Today we just listed the Eck Morningstar mid Moat ETF, ticker SMOP. And like you just mentioned, and, and Ed talked about on the prior segment, it focuses on the mid-cap space, so the smaller cap spectrum of the U.S. equity market. And it leverages Morningstar's equity research, some of their best ideas. It's, it's really centered around finding great companies with strong competitive advantages or a moat, and then allocating to those companies when they're attractively priced. And this is focused on that mid-cap area of the market, which you know, we also think is a very attractive area of the market at present.
0: Right now, uh, what's the biggest impediment uh, to investing in that uh, market? uh, As uh, we've seen uh, some pretty tough selling in small and mid-cap alongside everything else in this bear market they haven't been spared too much uh russell 2000 over the last year down 20 percent um versus the s p's 14 and the nasdaq down a little bit more so the small caps aren't doing quite as bad as tech uh why is that
1: well it's interesting you know you know small cap it, listen, there's volatility in the market there's a lot of uncertainty so investors should, should proceed with cotton uh, but we've had a lot of conversations around this concept of Moat Investing. And I think what's so attractive about it is not only are you getting these companies that Morningstar has identified as as great companies, companies with Moat, but there's also this valuation component, and that's critical uh, across the market, whether it's small, large. Uh, at this point in time, it's, it's it's a lot of investors that you know may have some cash sitting on the sidelines, looking at when they can allocate. A lot of uncertainty in the market, so you want to you want to get that valuation decision right, um, and that's what these strategies do these momentum investing strategies that we offer. That they 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 allocate to those companies that are signaling attractive valuations relative to their peers. So the small cap phase, you know, it's it's smaller. Um, it does, there's less information. There's less equity research coverage, so it's harder to to really you know stay on top of some of these companies. There's just less information to go off of, so. That's why we, we were really excited to bring this strategy to market, which you know, can offer inve- investors access to, to Morningstar's equity research, which is robust, and, and there's a, you know, a team of over 100 analysts globally covering these companies.
0: Yeah, they do have a, a great particular style of coverage that directly assesses that moat, uh, where every stock, they've uh, literally got a segment uh, in their research that shows how much moat they have, how uh, unique their businesses are so that's where the t comes in because i was wondering why you didn't just go with smol the internet version of small but uh, i guess the moat makes yeah. sense so you get moat in there yeah what are the filters uh what are the main filters uh uh that uh, like w- what's a is there any big red flag that automatically nixes a company from the list
1: listen they they, they, they go through their covered universe and it's like 1500 companies globally uh, a little less than half of those uh, are based here in the United States, and, and they have got this very robust, repeatable process to identify economic modes, and they can apply that same process across regions, across sectors. So they built these frameworks that are very specific to, uh, to, uh, to their moat rating process, and they really try to identify advantages. And there's about five sources of moat that they've, they've identified, putting costs. Uh, which means it's just expensive for a client to move away from a customer's goods or services. Um, Intangible assets, you know, brands or things along those lines that allow a a business to charge more than their competitors or even undercut competition. Uh, There's a network effect, that classic kind of virtuous cycle where the more users of a good or a service, the more valuable that good or service becomes. Uh, cost advantage, that's pretty straightforward. You got Walmart and and, and, the, and others that have a cost advantage. And then efficient scale, which is essentially a kind of natural monopoly where a market might just be too small for more than one uh, provider in that market. So they've got this framework and they identify companies that have established an advantage and then they assess more on a quantitative perspective, you know, their returns on invested capital, their cost of capital, and they try to identify those companies that have the ability to fend off competition well into the future So that's that, that's really the critical component to their to their research methodology is the sustainability of an advantage and those that can you know sustain that advantage for 10 or even 20 years into the future that's kind of the holy grail those are those companies that have the most, and that's that's the, the type of company that that is eligible for a strategy like this
0: industrials at 20 percent the biggest sector waiting tech right behind consumer right behind that Three big ones there, financials, 13%. We just saw some of the top Mm -hmm. listings, recognizable companies like Rockwell and Microchip more on the mid cap than the small side. Uh, Ionis Pharmaceutical up top. What about the debt perspective? Uh, Any insight into how that factors into it? Because one thing I do hear a lot of is that in the world of zombie companies, those suffocating under their own debt. Many small and mid cap businesses meet that criteria. How do you avoid those landmines?
1: Yeah, and that, that, that speaks to the economic moat research process. Um, you know, going, understanding a company, understanding their profitability and how they arrive at that profitability. Um, but another important component to the Morningstar research process is the concept of, of fair value, uh, and, and, and they affect the company. Um, keeping in mind their economic moat, which factors into their future free cash flow into the future, and they project that cash flow well, well, well into the future, and say in excess of twenty and thirty years, and then they discount that back. Um, and they're also considering cost of capital for these companies. So there's a lot of inputs and and, and assumptions that are built into their modeling um, that help to filter out that 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 profile of that you know typical kind of troublesome company within the small mid cap space, and, and that, that tends to be a uh, you know a, a, an impediment to investment in the space because you you know typically in the smaller and mid cap space, there aren't as many funds or or etF uh, available to investors, and oftentimes they tend to be market cap weighted indexes. so you do get you know a little bit heavier weighting to some of the larger names which tend to you know be a little bit more established and and logically speaking, you'd think they 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 may be in a little bit better position financially. From a health perspective but there's tons of companies in these, these these beta indexes that are simply you know frankly uncovered they don't really have a lot of equity research coverage and, and many of them aren't profitable they don't have you know free cap flow um you know they may generate revenue but they're not profitable uh, etc so um you know we think that you can invest in this mid-cap faith with competent um leveraging morningstar's equity research through the, through the process
0: all right uh brandon thanks for the rundown here Looking forward to tracking the uh, fun and continuing the convo.
1: Awesome. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Brandon Rakshawski is the director of product management at VanEck SMOT. Small, medium, moat is the ticker, SMOT.